let's just get into it then. I'm going to start. All right, let's do it. Welcome back to the Two Perspectives podcast, the podcast where you always guarantee you to get at least two different perspectives on the well, you did in the last episode. And it's been a while since we've recorded last time, which you probably have no, noticed by the lack of episodes. But today, we wanted to speak about how you make decisions on the fly. Love it. And also make the right decisions, at least most of the time. Because that's very crucial. Like there's, it's not so effective if you always have to go ask a person before you do something. That's going to take up a lot of time. And we're going to focus on the work environment because both me and Linda are managers. So we know how nice it is to have employees that can make decisions on the fly, even if they're sometimes wrong. Absolutely. What you just said. Sometimes you got to make a decision on the fly, even if it ends up being wrong, because lack of making a decision is equally as bad. So what do you want to say on that topic? Because there's so many people that are managers or leaders, and they're either not making the decisions and communicating them because they just would rather not for whatever reason, or they are making the decisions, but they're not really feeling convicted and standing by the decisions they made. And so then people look right through that and wonder why they can't make a decision and communicate it and actually like know that you're going to make a decision, right or wrong, whatever happens. You got to know and believe in what you're doing enough that people will actually realize and, and feel like you have command and control over the situation. The moment somebody thinks that you can't make decisions, so you and want you me can't. to answer the question. And that's right. I I goes into my rant here because I see no, inaction. No. But I got confused oh. in your rant. Do you want me to speak on employees not doing it or managers not doing it? Oh, I want you to speak um, on both. But I think I want you to tackle the manager piece right now, and then well, we'll they then shouldn't we'll... be in management. That's my fucking answer to that question. At least they should take a step down before they learn it, because I think that's kind of the main responsibility of a manager, at least it is in my eyes. A manager needs to be able to make decisions on the fly and make the decisions for the employees. And also be willing to take the shit for it if the decision is wrong, because it's their responsibility. It is your responsibility. And as as an employee, well, it's not something that's necessary, at least not in, like in our shop, if you're a younger person, like if you're under 18 or just turned 18. But I think it's very, very crucial uh, as soon as you get older and you get higher into the ranks, even if you're not a manager, you need to be proactive. You need to be willing to actually go out and fail. And I've written a few things down. So let's actually cover the first point here because it kind of led into it. Um, I think it's important to fall in love with failing or at least getting comfortable with it. But I like to say falling in love with it because you need to be able to be willing to fail because if you make a decision, it's very rarely, at least for me, that I know that my decision is 100% right. I know there's a chance I might be wrong. Of course, I go with my gut feeling and believe the decision is right but it might be wrong. And I have had that happen to me before. And that's why you need to get comfortable with it. Because as you also touched upon before, like what's worse, making a wrong decision or making no decision? Well, first of all, 
making no decision is at least as bad, if not even worse, than making the wrong decision. Most of the times, of course, you can make a wrong decision that like really fucks everything up. But I know that most managers, at least all the managers that I've had, and also myself, we can accept failure if you went out and tried and you have a valid um, point on why you did things in a certain way, as long as you learn from it. It's worse having a person that just panics, just shuts down and do absolutely fucking nothing because you can't use that person as a manager. You just can't. You need to switch line of work, as I touched upon in the beginning. So after that, I'm going to hand it over to you, Linda. And so you hit upon a couple of things here as I'm tracking what you're saying. So definitely agree that inaction is way worse than taking a shot and going with something that you feel is the right path to go on. Because when you are not addressing issues or concerns, you know what happens on a team when you're not addressing them? Then people they just like accumulate and keep building. Yes, up. yes. People start talking. They start wondering what it is that you're thinking, what direction are you going to go? And it builds animosity. It builds lack of clarity. It builds anxiousness in some cases when management doesn't make decisions and communicate it. And to furthermore, then people start telling themselves a lot of stories about why it isn't, why you aren't responding and why nothing's happening. And that just causes so many different problems. So people, I think, on a team appreciate a manager that will speak to what's going on. They'll acknowledge that they don't have all the answers. And they'll give a thought-out answer of why they believe a certain direction is the way to go, or maybe to not go. And they'll put the reasons behind it. And they're going to do another thing. This is what a good manager will do. They, after they present the, the path that they're going to go on or not go on, they ask the people on the team to weigh in on the pros and cons of that decision. And, you know, the best decisions, you know what? They're made with the teams in the beginning. It isn't like the manager just comes up with the direction and communicates it. I mean, there are times when that needs to happen for, you know, possibly um, health and safety reasons. You might have something like that. But for the most part, the really good decisions. Oh, time. Involved, like time can also make like the, the manager have to make a decision because. Oh, yes. I've if been there's on... not enough time, there's you can't fucking debate. Like sometimes no, there's times there's not time to debate and you just have to like, this is how we do it. Just live with it. No, no, that, that is true. There's times where you have to make a decision in the moment because it's necessary and the situation requires it. There's also another thing that can happen. There might be a time where you need to uh, make a decision, but you need to allow a little time to pass before you do it so you don't go in hot-headed and ready to fight and challenge. You need to take well, a step back and hmm. assess the situation. There's also that that can happen. I want to ask you a question now. Because this episode is about making decisions on the fly. You know that, right? Oh, absolutely. And we decided that we would just have an episode where you didn't I tell me. I want to ask you a goddamn question, Linda. Stop. Yes. I want to ask you a question. You know, you need to stop ranting for now. A little, All like right. five minutes in a rant. That was not the question either. But let's say you're in a position. You need to make a decision now. It's very, very urgent. Yes. But you're also very hard-headed. 
Yes. So it would actually be preferable if you can't, could wait, but you can't. What would you do in that situation? Okay, I've been in that situation. And so you split the difference. You need to ground yourself out before you go and take that hot-headed thing and just go blast someone or something. Even if it's just walking around the block, taking a few deep breaths and just saying, I'm going to make the best decision. I'm not at my best right now. And in order to be at my best, I'm just going to pause for a few minutes, get collected, and I'm going to go make the decision. I'm going to do what's best in the moment, knowing it may not be perfect, but I'm not going to go in um, all amped up and hot-headed. I'm going to go in calm and collected because people respond better to calm and collected. Yeah, just had to, feels like I'm about to burp. Give me a sec. So, yes, now I'm ready. Would it be just to take as much time as possible before you have to make the decision? Oh, so, no, no. You can't take as much time as that you that you fully. Nah, I'm saying as possible, as yeah. possible, as possible. Because, I suppose, but don't wait too long. Because it might be, hmm. might be only five minutes. Then as much time as possible as five minutes. That's what I'm speaking about. I'm not like speaking about. Yeah, like, yeah, like I've, I've been there. It's yeah, like I've a limit, there. and what it, what's possible within that limit. So let's say you have five minutes before that decision is made. You would like go out. And you five minutes to, to go for a walk or just as much as you, you could or just need it either or. Yes. In that order as well. So if yeah. like this, so you, if you need five minutes and there's only two, well, you can only do two. But if you only need five, there's seven, you still only do five. You don't need to do seven. No, no. That's why I was saying that, that if you don't have the time to walk around the block, which I think is a great thing to do, then you definitely have five seconds, 10 seconds to pause deep breathe, relax a little, and then, then you just need to say, okay, what is it that I need to solve in the moment? And what is the best way to do this? Knowing the information I have right now. And you formulate your answer in your mind about what that is. You answer that question. And then you spend the rest of your two minutes, three minutes of thinking about how to deliver that message in a way that shows that you are making a quick decision. There isn't time to wait. And being convicted and being able to, to you know, give that answer to that decision that needed to be made and do it in a way that you actually can honor it. And But knowing that it may or may not be the way you would 100% want it to come out because no, nothing's 100% as much as we would like to think that it's just not <laughs> you're going to integrate the discussion into the announcement for what we're going to talk about and so that's well, great you can I also announce it here just so or you can you can make the story here and you can I can make it into a nice clip if you don't want to make a video that's absolutely true so I'll go ahead and do it so mess and sure. I are talking to the the theme that sometimes you got to make quick decisions, you got to communicate them, and you don't always get to deliver them in the timing that you'd like. So as leaders and managers, we've got to trust ourselves to make decisions, and we oftentimes don't have the time that we'd like in order to do it. What I want you to know 
is it doesn't have to be that hard. Making a decision and communicating it can be done in as little as five steps. And so the first step in making a decision is you're going to decide to do or not do a certain thing. Second step is you're going to figure out who needs to know this information and how is the best way to communicate it. When you know how to communicate it, what is the proper time? Is it right now by email or is it a stand around as a huddle? Okay, know your method of communication. Fourth thing, admit that you don't have all the answers, that you don't have a lot of time, but you need some cooperation from the team and their support to take in this information. The fifth thing, after you communicate your decision, you invite other people to weigh in and let you know how they are receiving that communication as far as that decision. That's quick five steps and you can do it in five minutes or less. And in some cases, as Mess said, you may only have two minutes. So you gotta concisely be able to do it. So knowing those five steps will get you through any time you need to make a decision, communicate it effectively, and know whether or not the people have understood your message. I like that. But you still owe us the real life example I took you away from. Sure, I can give a real life example. Yeah, so, just like, like the most recent thing where you, we did some of this stuff. Yeah, I actually had a situation in the work environment where there was a process breakdown and it made some anger happen that didn't really need to be there. And so one of the people said, we got to go down and have this meeting on the spot in the fly right, right now. We need to get this resolved. And I said, wait, we need to take down our negative ramped up energy a notch. And I'm not ready to go have that conversation with you in the way that you need to have it. So please give me time to do that. And so I actually went back, decided, okay, what do we need to do and how we need to do the timing? Because the person had a point. We needed to make a decision and communicate some things so we could make the working environment better. But what ultimately happened was a little bit of timing came in calmness came down they weren't so ramped up and angry about this thing not happening that they actually communicated with the other party what it is that they needed and how they needed to do it and in the end it was a nice calm collected resolution and i didn't even have to get involved so there you go i had to do what i needed to as a leader which was i knew we were not going to go in hot-headed and go into someone's space and tell them how it needed to be because doing that there'd be no cooperation there would just be an increase in energy that would be negative and then what it would do is it would break down the relationship so instead the pausing and waiting and then communicating to this other person that i wasn't ready yet that was the best thing i could have done in my timing that was a decision i made not to go in when people's emotions were strong and heated but to hold back knowing that we would do it within the day in, in my case, it, it turned out I didn't have to do anything. It all worked itself out. And so that was a strategy in itself. And so sometimes pausing and waiting is the best thing you could ever do so people aren't blasting one another and damaging relationships. Yeah, well, actually, one thing I wanted to speak about, want to speak about this for about the last, last five minutes. And if you listen to the podcast, you know why. I haven't said anything yet. As we spoke about time, Apparently, I I forgot how to speak in the last five minutes, but we spoke about a lot about time, making quick decisions and stuff like that. 
And one of the crucial things to actually be able to make mostly correct decisions, at least high your chance of making the right decisions, is being able to process quickly, like process all the information you get quickly. And one of the, like, my main way of, like, processing any information quickly and just being more effective in processing information, making decisions, is the first question to always ask myself. If it's wanting to sleep a little bit longer on Monday because I always meet at 6.30, which fucking sucks, I ask myself, is that really a choice? No, it's not. It makes it much simpler. And it's the same with, like, work things. Let's say it's something with a customer, or I'm, I want to be finished with doing something. I promised my boss I would be, I need, I was going to be finished with this um, at 4 p.m. And the clock is 3.57. And I'm just about to be finished, but a customer is asking me something that's a bit complicated. And I know I can't be finished with my task if I help the customer. Well, do I really have a choice then? No because I work at a store and the thing we're focused on is of course the customers and customer service. So again, there, I don't have a choice. If you can narrow the things down so you don't have to think about too many things, that's really gonna help speed up the process. And I think asking yourself the questions, do I have a choice, yes or no, in the start, it's going to help a lot. At least it helps me a lot because there's a lot of questions and stuff I get asked by friends and family and stuff like that. Like, do you really have a choice? No. And then you're just wasting your bandwidth on thinking about this where you could get it done way more quickly and effectively if you start off with that question. Is that something you actually have used, Linda? Of course, you, you've got to weigh the things that you have. And you're right, when you have a customer in front of you, you don't get a chance in like the story that I used to, to go and do things differently. And so there's times where you're just going to need to quickly answer that question for yourself. And then you have your answer and you just do it. Because like, and as well also, like of course there's more complex things. But just like setting things up and pressing it very quickly. If you're able to have math, like master under, that helps me a lot while making decisions. If people can leave early or if we need to call people in, if we're like, if we're ahead of like, we're like so far behind, we need to call people in and also like break stuff like that. Because again, numbers are very simple. So, the more simple you can make things, the easier it becomes. Like it's split it up. Like it's not like you're making this huge decision. No, try to make it simple. It's also a lot easier to take a decision on something that's minor than something that's huge because it's not as scary. And that process is always also going to help there. I think also that the last thing I've written down, of course, Linda might have some more um, after this, is really, and I think this is the most important thing, is trusting yourself, going with your gut feeling. And now it's rat time, Linda, go ahead. <laughs> so you're right, you need to trust yourself. That's the bottom line, because if you are not gonna trust yourself, 
then who's going to trust you? Nobody. So you trust yourself to make a decision with what you have in front of you. And you go with it, no matter what. And you're not looking for perfection. You're just looking for open, honest communication. That's all it is when you're deciding on something is you're taking a stance and going with it and seeing what will happen. And if it doesn't work out the way you want, or it's you fall forward um, flat on your face, <laughs> or it's embarrassing, or all these different things of why we put off making decisions, well, then you're never going to grow. The, you're, the best growth in decision making is when you go do it, and it may or may not turn out the way that you want, but it doesn't matter because you're going to learn from what you did. So the next time you have to make a decision around that thing, you already have a uh, what happened before and you can choose to do something differently that'll get you a different outcome so make the decision like feeling like yes. really teach you a shit ton. it and does think, it's painful but you learn so much also, more like talking about trusting yourself and what you went into like that's even more important as a manager like you need to have a hundred and 10% or 100% belief because I know some people dislike the 110% thing but you need to have 100% belief in yourself and decision you're taking because otherwise the employees are going to start asking questions and they're not going to be as committed or like put as much into it because fuck it, it might be wrong anyway like we're probably going to have to redo this entire thing so we can just like do it quickly because we're going to have to redo it anyway that's more effective and that's how people think if you're not like showcasing like that clarity and also like trusting in what you're saying and believing in your own words. It's the goddamn thing, the same thing with sales. If a salesperson is trying to sell you this amazing TV and then like he communicates in a way, so it's like, yeah, the quality is like, it's, it's okay. It's, a, it's like, it's only like 10, like 1080 X, um, 1920. Uh, yeah, you can get a little bit better, but it's an amazing TV. Like, that's not going to sell the goddamn TV because you don't trust it being a good TV because he doesn't believe that himself. So, you've heard it from Mess there with that example right there. Are you going to listen to somebody that sounds wishy washy about what it is they're selling you? I mean, if you can't sell a product, how are you going to sell anything else, an idea? a service you you got to stand behind what it is you believe so other people yeah. will join you that's, that's really what it is they'll join you in the belief and the decision and you're right people will start to come to conclusions for themselves on whether or not they're going to support you based on on how you come across yeah like managers like is, is sales as well you need to sell employees and why they should do this and why the like this is amazing and exciting and like motivate them you need to sell them that that's exactly. your responsibility as a manager it really is and you know i instead of like selling somebody on an idea i look at it differently i give them the reasons of why we should do something or maybe why we shouldn't do something and they believe so strongly in the idea that i've shared it's not about me telling them to do or not to do a thing and giving them the benefits of doing or not doing something well you just sold them on the idea mm -hmm. exactly because <laughs> yes um and actually i i don't have any more written down on my piece of paper here 
I don't know how, if you have something you want to add on to like making the decisions quickly because I think we've touched on the most important things. I really think that we have touched the most important things. And so to recap those real quickly, it's trust yourself to make a decision. Trust yourself to communicate it effectively. And then invite other people to join you on whatever that mission is, but make it their idea of why they should do or not do that thing that you're speaking to. If you can yeah, do those three things. It. What was the question? No, I wasn't a question. I just like I just agreed with you and say oh. make them own it. Make them own yes. the idea. Make it feel yes. like it's their idea. This is <laughs> their responsibility. It is their responsibility to own. So it's a it's a joint ownership the way I look at it. You make a decision which you own, and the people that you're working with, they also make a commitment to honor that decision. And it's a we partnership meaning that you go and down the road together to do whatever it is that you've communicated. That's all decision-making is, it's an agreement. And with that being said, I, I don't think there's much else to add on to this. And of course, if this is something you have difficulty with and this helped you, please tell us. If it didn't help you, I would actually, I would love to hear that as well and, and also have a conversation. If you're having problems with fast decision-making, and this podcast hasn't helped you reach out to me and you're going to give free coaching sessions until we're going to figure something fucking out and of course the links to all socials are down in the description um, linkedin profiles for me and linda and also our facebook group where there's like extra content at least i post like unique videos in there that's for that platform not for that group and linda also makes some posts in there now and so you've heard from us today. If you like what you heard, go ahead and apply it. If you didn't learn something and you thought we should have done something better, we're open to hearing it. But lastly, we want you to know you don't have to do anything in life on your own. If you need some helpful coaching sessions, then reach out to Messerite and we'd be happy to sit down and have that conversation. Yes. I'm just dancing while we're finishing this up.